Good morning, Toby and Merrill. Hi, can I speak to Kim, please? Uh, hold for one moment, please. Thank you. Toby and Merrill, this is Kim. How can I help you? Kim, it's Joey Jingola. Oh, how are you? Good. Hey, I was like, who is Kent, Ohio? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, the, the biggest thing is our website is super old and you when you go on a, your cell phone, it doesn't even convert. So that was one of the biggest things. I'd say so. And that was my good friend, Kim Wood of Toby and Merrill Insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire. And mobile responsive websites is certainly something that is a big deal. And that's, you know, that's what you know, Kim's saying. Hey, listen, you know, that's one of our big issues. Like, like we, we don't even have a site that allows people to use it easily on the device they are most common to use and look up information, right? And I think where a little bit of this conversation is going to go is really on the stuff that, you know, mobile responsiveness was a 2012 conversation. I mean, where it was like, hey, it, it's, it's time for everything to be mobily responsive. And I think, I think this is something that, you know, Kim is not alone in. There's a, there's a lot of insurance websites that are very, very, um, very experienced in how long they've been around. And it's to the point though, where, you know, we're talking InsureTech, we're talking a whole bunch of other things. Like at some point we've got to leapfrog the thing to get past that thing. You know, we're again, we always kind of joke we're 10 years behind and you know, there's a different customer experience that is, you know, always being demanded. And, you know, people like him that come into the agency and, and they're, they're kind of pushing forward on this stuff to kind of at least even get up to table stakes, right? I guess that's where maybe we're going is that so much effort and energy needs to be put into table stakes that I think this is where we really just gotta, I guess, maybe move a little faster, just kind of a nudge an urge to say, listen, looking at the reality of the situation, the fact that you know we're dealing with agencies in 2019 that don't have websites that easily accommodate people to access who they are and what they do on their phone is a little is a little little nuts it's just it's it's intense and and that's why you know i think i just kind of want to just i guess i don't know if this is a psa of sorts but it's it's just one of those things that is striking me i don't know why it's just the thing i'm probably I'm probably making too much of it i'm probably making too much of it but the fact is, if it one, if it's if your website is not mobile responsive now, please do that. Two, again, really push and look forward into again how people are looking to interact with agencies in the future with again, whether it's mobile. I mean, we're talking about, you know, quote and bind solutions at this point, let alone just, you know, viewing a website. So, you know, there's there's a lot of different opportunities and potential. I don't want to necessarily overwhelm here, but the fact that you know this is still a thing is is interesting because th there is a lot of i don't want to say bad advice that's probably going too far but 
there are, are things, again, still just getting up to speed on that we, we at some point there's got to be just a little bit of a of a little bit of an acceleration to close the gap i think if we're gonna if we want to if we want to push things forward and and seo is a great place to start and, and kim you know being tasked with this website redesign as we've kind of you know heard in previous episodes you know she definitely is thinking outside the box and you want to make sure you've got all of the right seo words in the mix my cousin actually used them for their website so that's where I, I found them, and they actually sell, sell lanterns. So they actually have a pretty big website. We looked at because we have tons of website developers in the area, but what attracted us to them is the coder. He used to be in search engine optimization. So working with him on kind of the words of what should be on the website. Yes, absolutely. That is very important critically important. And I would, I would go as far to say if somebody doesn't have a background in search engine optimization, they shouldn't be building your website. I mean, there's, well, all right, hold on. All right, maybe too far. Uh, what they shouldn't be doing, uh, they, they should be designing, just purely design aesthetic brand creation. And that's more of like really a brand sort of situation than it is really a website. And it, it's, it's really both things, right? Because you want to create something that people you are doing business with can relate to, again, can easily access, and then can, when they get there, immediately say, oh, okay, I don't want to just kind of hide in a dark closet right now because this is the most you know, horrifically just terrifying scene I've ever experienced. That's, that's what we don't want, right? So there's the branding and then there's the SEO. And the person that actually does the physical building of the website generally is also, in a lot of cases, charged with that design work. And they're in some ways two different skill sets. So yes, you want to have that person with the SEO fundamentals, right? And again, we've talked about this before, that, that initial SEO setup is the, hey, we, these are the main core foundation pillars of our business that we want people to know about, right? It's the, it's the set it and forget it, for the most part, approach to what people like to think as search engine optimization. You just got to get all of that information right up front. Again, identifying the location in which you're targeting the, the lines of business. Again, in you know Kim's case, as we'll hear in a second, I believe, you know, they might want to rank for, uh, you know, auto insurance, home insurance in Hampton, New Hampshire, right? They want to, they want to be way up there. So that's a big focus of theirs. Again, it's, it's really focusing on the things in the areas that you want to, to do well with. But really, and we've talked about this before, the, the, the biggest heavy lift when it comes to search engine optimization or SEO, right, is we're not even really necessarily optimizing anything. Is we're just doing the work consistently day in and day out of creating content. That is where all of the money is made. It, I mean, again, you can set up the best optimized website in the world but unless you're doing some crazy, crazy, you know, super ridiculous SEO optimizing backlinks and just like auto filling content, like just stuff that, you know, I don't know if you're doing that kind of stuff, it's still not even going to do you tons of good unless you are generating content on a regular basis, because that's what sends the biggest indicators. And, and that's, the, that's the important part, right? So we can't just, again, hope that and, and again, I'm not saying Kim's doing this because, uh, but it, this is a great example of you know this is very important. You've got to do this, but it certainly does not end there. It's really only the start of the journey because then you have to get serious 
you know, consistently creating the stuff. And then the nice part is though, is that once it gets there, once you've got the stuff to rank, once you've created enough content to rank, it generally stays there for quite a while or until somebody else is gonna beat it. And and that's the that's the benefit, right, of putting in that work and, and, and really doing the SEO kind of, uh, playing the SEO long game, right? And, and the worst thing that I guess I don't wanna have happen is I, I've talked to plenty of agents who say, hey, we're paying an SEO company $1,500, $2,000 a month I'm like, well, for what? And they're like, well, I'm not really sure. I mean, these are true stories. And I'm like, are they creating any content for you? I was like, I don't know. Not that I can really tell. And that's that's when you know you're in a bad spot. If you're paying somebody consistently that kind of cash, you better be getting quite a bit of content on your site, really focused around the very specific lines of business that you're looking to attract. But even then, even then, this is only half the game because... Once you start getting that traffic, once you start getting that optimized mobile-friendly website ranking and everything, you've got to actually do something with the people that are coming there. Basically, you got to get them to convert. You know, like you don't need a million people touching your site if you only get ten people. You want the quality kind of one hundred people that get to your site and get the leads. So right now we get some leads. Um, we're actually pretty high up when you kind of Google our area but we could do more. So that's what we're looking for is more leads from the website. We don't really, right now we're, we're mostly referral. More leads from the website indeed. Yes, Kim, thank you so much. That is again, in my opinion, the most important thing you want your website to do for you. Uh, right ahead of, or yes, right ahead of, uh, uh, you know, helping your existing clients, right? Retaining business and keeping people around. Two big, two huge things, really, that your website needs to do. Uh, attracting more leads. Now, I would say, what are we talking about here, right? What is this all? It's, it's talking about conversions, right? And, and, and the guy that she's talking to about redoing their website is focused on conversions. That's fantastic, right? That is, again, one of the primary functions, if not the biggest function, is to get somebody to take an action preferably an action that makes you money and focusing on the conversion rates. Now I will say this, and I've heard this before is again, you don't need a million people. If you get 10 people, well, if you get 10 you know, leads and or clients, that's a ridiculous conversion rate. That is almost impossible because it's a hundred percent. And if it's not impossible, it's certainly unsustainable. So let's not shoot for that, but it'd be awesome. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. I mean, certainly. Wow. Anyways, what comes down to uh, focusing on uh, that conversion rate, and, and this is you know where Kim's thinking, you know, all right, that makes sense, and this is great because you know it, it isn't about the number of people, but I guess where I was, I got sidetracked here. Where I was going with this, and the caution is, you can always use more traffic, right? You can always use more leads because that turns into ultimately more sales. Again, you can work your way back, even if you just take some rough estimates, even some low estimates on potential conversion rates and just kind of work the numbers backwards, you can easily see what it would take, right? So let's just work this backwards really quickly. Let's say we wanted to get 10 new clients a month from the website. That would mean that you know if we had a 10% conversion rate, we would need to get 100 leads. That's not bad, but to get to 100 leads, let's say we have you know maybe another 10% conversion rate on that, and then you know that means we would need a thousand visitors. So 10% is pretty good, I would say. Uh, it could be higher, it could be lower, but 10% is pretty darn good to convert people from the website. 
So if, if that's kind of the goal, you kind of see where you need to go. So if you want 20 new customers, you need 2,000 leads. If you want 30 customers, you need, or I'm sorry, if you want 20 customers, you need 10,000 or 2,000 visits. If you want 30 customers, you need 3,000 visits. So again, that's just simple math. So do those, do those sorts of calculations as far as actually deciding what amount of business and for what lines do you want to generate from the website? Because that that's going to really tell you what kind of traffic you need to do. And then outside of that, you're also going to be able to monitor that traffic to see how much of it is actually converting because you can work on each point of that process. Again, first the traffic, then getting the traffic, you know, again, to convert and working on your landing pages, again, conversion rates there, you know, 20% is pretty phenomenal to get, uh, you know, somebody that actually gets to the landing page because you got to remember not every lead is, or not every visitor is going to find their way to a landing page. But if you could get somebody to a landing page to you know, an opportunity to convert on a form to get that information, you know, 20% is pretty darn good. If you can get that at 20%, then, you know, that again tells you how well that's working. So you can work on your landing pages. You can work on the flow, the information that, you know, you might need to put in, in front of somebody before they convert. all of these sorts of things, right. Are all part of the game. It's all part of, you know, just really, and what it comes down to, I don't, I guess I don't want to over kind of, I don't want to overdo it on, on, on just like these formulas. It's really just, if you boil it down, it's about if you help somebody, as completely and holistically as you possibly can solve problems that they're having as it relates to the type of insurance you want to sell. That's generally the easiest way to kind of map through this is, okay, I'm somebody having a problem with this. What do I need to know before I'm ready to talk to somebody before I, I feel compelled to reach out to a human being. That's it. Answer that question. Uh, you know, chop it all up, mark it all down. That's the, that's the whole game. That's everything you need to do, and it's what you're doing every single day. You just haven't actually captured it all on your website. And I think we might sneak into that, and I want to try and get it under this episode, but I think we might sneak into that on the next time Kim comes around on the show is, is talking about you know what information people need to hear from you. But at the end of the day, what I think the most important thing to remember is is that we've got we've to move a little faster. We've got to go ahead and leapfrog. We've got to start where we can, but at some point we have to say, all right, listen, we get it. We kind of screwed up for however many years and let's just, let's just get up to with what we need to do. And then, you know, from there, it's really about doing the necessary things to generate the type of business that we've kind of set that we want from our website, from the people that we want to do business with. Because if people can't find your website and convert on your website, then none of it really matters. All right, listen, because there's a good chance you're listening to this right now, Elevate 2019 is happening. It is going on. I am in New Orleans, Louisiana, hanging out with a lot of really, really cool insurance agents. If you're not one of them, it's okay. There's always next year. But for now, 2019 is where it's happening. I just wanted to, you know, it's always it's always interesting when you get a whole bunch of people together in a room and there's designated times to actually eat things. And you know you got the break times, and they roll out those snack carts. And I just wanna, I just wanna, just wanna, just kind of pull back the social stigma here. When the snack carts come out, just go nuts, just go nuts. I want to see people like with arms full of stuff because guess what? I mean, they're gonna take it away, and they're like freaking ninjas when they do. They're always gonna go back for at least another, I don't know, cookie, pretzel. A pretzel is a nice surprise on a uh, on a uh, 
snack cart, I'm gonna be honest. They walk, roll with pretzels, it's a good day. But you have my permission. If you're at Elevate 19, you're listening to this, uh, feel free, go nuts. Maybe breakfast wasn't, you know, maybe it wasn't, I mean, it's gonna be great. Breakfast is gonna be fantastic, but let's say breakfast wasn't your thing, feel free. Just go nuts on the snack cart because it's gonna go to waste. We've already paid for it, I'm pretty pretty sure. I guess I should probably check on that first. But for the most part, I guess what I'm saying is if, if I see a couple people stuff their pockets with some bags of chips or whatever, I don't even know what we're having, but whatever we're having, if I see you walking around with an excessive amount of it, there's going to be no judgment because, you know, you get hungry during these things. And it's sometimes a tasty little treat that you weren't expecting, which makes it all the more enjoyable. You have my permission. If somebody yells at you or yells at me, well, then I guess we'll deal with that when it happens. But for everybody else that isn't at Elevate, well, tickets for Elevate, uh, the early bird for everybody there are going on right now this morning well, not exactly right now but we will be announcing at the conference this morning the uh the location and uh, ticket pre-sale available so if you're not there i'm sorry but uh, yeah that's happening so look out for 2020 tickets they are going to be out there here uh otherwise if you if you're not just feel free head on over to agencynation.com newsletter that's the best place to stay up to date with all things future elevate related stuff i guess why not so yes, agencynation.com slash newsletter. And hey, there's always next.